The BioSure COVID-19 IgG antibody self-test is intended to help you know your status at a time and a place that is convenient for you. This test will let you know if you have detectable levels of neutralizing antibodies to COVID-19. Neutralizing antibodies are created by your body from either recovery from infection or full vaccination. Know your status on your own terms. Be BioSure. Recording studios somewhere far, far away. Honey, you sound like she thirsty. I mean, thirsty. Uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Okay, all right. A thirsty bitch. Okay, all right. Uh, well, hello, hello, everybody. Oh my god, it feels like I haven't done this in years. It's because you fucking haven't. Oh my god. You gosh. never real love. Oh my gosh. Welcome, everybody. Since the pandemic's over with, you've been touting your ass off on every street gone and going. Oh, girl. Booked, booked, busy and booked, girl. That's, that's me. Booked with a B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Booker, bitch. Yeah, I mean, listen. I think that once we, well, first of all, welcome, welcome, oh, yeah, welcome. to uh, thirsty bitch. It's going to be. Well, you say something. How is it going to be? Is it going to be like raunchy? <laughs> <laughs> you know that word means something completely different in the U.S. It than mean? it does here. Is raunchy it, means like like lunch. uh no yeah not trash but like raunchy means like like sexy like dirty sex you know but here raunchy means like disgusting no raunchy means it's a little bit like if you're watching a strip show that's a bit raunchy oh really yeah. martin said that that didn't that, that oh, wasn't like that he's from a different generation he probably he thinks showing your thighs raunchy oh it? whatever he's not 80 jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. martin listens to this he's gonna be he's gonna be so mad put your ankle away young lady oh my god no he's not old like that no but anyway. he's old he's just he's just he's um, very tame isn't he he's, yeah he's, he is pretty he's a lovely tame. he's a lovely guy if pretty, you're listening yeah. well, does he listen to our podcast of course our, we is listen he our to fan it. yeah he's he we always listen to it together oh, when, we're, so when, we're having, uh, when we're having a little bit of dinner okay, you listen to my voice while eating dinner yeah. that's awful listen so yes Ooh. yeah we wanted to catch everybody up on what we've been doing for the yeah. past oh, you know don't. for the past don't the past what three months uh, probably about three months yeah. yeah because i i uh i think the last one we did was before i started doing the olympics yeah 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 you started working again yeah. which you've you've literally not stopped yeah 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 which has been fantastic. No, it's been really busy. Yeah. Thank you know, thank Hail Satan is now I'm saying uh, that, thank God. Uh, um, but no, I'm really happy. Uh we've been uh really, really busy with uh like a lot of um events. At the beginning it was a bit weird because you know we weren't allowed to dance at events. Oh, so it was, I remember these you remember stories? me telling you this. Fuck yeah, it, it was so fucking bizarre. This was uh the time when venues were allowed to open. However, Everybody had to be seated. So, you know, they were booking DJs in these huge venues. And um, then all of a sudden it's like, play the, the, the best music that you can think of, but you can't dance. Yes. So yes. you literally had bouncers inside the club. Yes. And when somebody got a little bit too rowdy, they'd be like, hey, 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 sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it was really that was a really yeah. it was a really weird time. I mean, it's bad, isn't it? I, I never really understood the whole point of that because how was that going to uh, listen? I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I believe no. in COVID. I wore a mask everywhere, blah, blah, well, you, blah, blah. You However, was a super spreader. Yeah. No, but this is what I was saying. Like these events that people were going to yeah. where they still had to be, you know, seated and they couldn't dance. I always found it a bit weird because if you already came into the venue, right. And you're there with a large group of friends, which is what, what needed to be done. Like in order to book, you had to come with a group of five or more people. Mm. So if like, for example, if you, came with five people and you got up, which you could only get up either to go to the bathroom or leave. Yeah. But you couldn't go to the bar because the bar, you know, you, it, would, it was table service. I always thought to myself Winning. in, in like the, the, the time when you're walking to the bathroom and you pass by somebody, right. Mm -hmm. Just casually. Mm -hmm. Um, wouldn't you have, 
you know, the possibility of catching COVID or the person, yeah. the whole table that came in that had COVID. I don't know. I just found it very bizarre. Well, that was a very bizarre time. Thirsty bitch. I kind of want to get into what you've been doing because. Oh, ooh. bitch, please don't. Yeah, I, I got a job for um, a new British news channel. It took me about two months to get the job. And then, yeah, I mean, they put you through. They put you through yeah. the, your, your paces. I mean, you had to do like quite a lot of interviews to to get this. I did do. Yeah, it was, it was it was quite a good job. And then I think probably within two, well, within the first few days of getting in the building, I knew I'd make a wrong decision. I mean, we like. To I mean, you knew it that quickly. Yeah, I think the first day that I was there, they did an anti-trans segment on oh. what they call a news channel. <gasps> and I was like, okay, well, maybe oh, because there's a lot Lord. going on with trans at the moment. And I thought, well, maybe it's just. Oh, Lord. And then I think within that day, my 12-hour shift had done three anti-trans uh, anti news segments. Okay. And then the following day, one of the producers was doing another anti-trans segment. And I said to her, I said, look, I'm really concerned now that, one, it's not a new story anymore. You've done it three times a day before, and now you're peddling an agenda, which yeah, is clearly yeah. Yeah. a... And it, it turns out it's kind of feminist, pro-women type of thing. Yeah. And that's what she said to me. She or, went, their, or their idea of what pro-feminist... Exactly. Yeah. And we know people like Saskia... Uh, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. been a guest on our, one of our shows before. She's a feminist, but she's pro-trans. You know, she's, she's of trans course, ally. of course. So I said to this producer, I was like, I'm really concerned that you're peddling uh, an anti-trans agenda. She said, second day in, by the way. Second day in. Ooh, I can't give my mouth shut. <laughs> and it just was, it was grossly unrepresented yeah. and unbalanced. And she turned around. <laughs> oh, I can't say anything. It was. Um, I'll bleep it. And she says, well, maybe it's pro-women. And I was like, you need to talk about fucking women if you want a topic about pro-women. You don't need to attack trans. You know, that's yeah, yeah, the angle yeah, 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 from. Yeah. And then there'd be things like, oh, uh, why trans shouldn't be allowed to be in women prisons and why oh, trans shouldn't be allowed to be in sport. And, why... and it was relentless every day. But it's not just the trans thing. It was anti-climate change, anti-green agenda, anti there was anti-vaxxers. Really anti yeah. the, the one monologue that was read, it was about not vaccinating and about oh, how wow. bad it was. And there was, and what they do is, it's a news channel. But when they have to, when they say the word news and they present the news, they have to follow Ofcom rules. If they do yeah, a yeah. magazine style show, yeah, I remember you They can you say this. whatever they want. Yeah. So, and it got to the stage in the first week they'd done anti-green, like pro coal and all this gas and all this pro coal. Into, I know. I mean. <laughs> That this exists. Is, this is like Fox News <laughs> shit, isn't it? Level of crap. I'm pro coal. I know. I, no, but you know, that we, we need to get the coal mines open again. We need to start oh fracking my again. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Who cares about the future? We need to. And I know that, yeah, fine enough. If you want to say, look, oh I believe Lord. we should frack because of this, then come with somebody that's got a balanced argument. But they constantly attacked anyone. If we were saying it's a right wing channel, I'd be like, I don't mind sort of centre-right, that's fine. But when you go to the UKIP, in the UK, there's one called UKIP, which is like a variation of BMP, which, you know, it's it now gets to like this, some kind nationalist of Nationalist kind of, yeah, yeah nationalist yeah. thing. So um, I think after my first week, they'd attacked vegans, vegetarians, pro-meat. Literally, they had a, I remember there was a guest on stage and she lied. <laughs> they'd attacked pretty much everything that I believe in and all my friends yeah. in the first week that I literally submitted my Ooh. resignation letter. I mean, honestly, that was probably the most tiring fucking week you've had it, it in a while. Two months in total. I had my notice period. Yeah, but that first week that you got yeah. in, when you when you realized, you were like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. And people have said to me, like, when I when I quit, the, my work colleague's like, well, do you know what the channel, did you not know what the channel's <laughs> about? I was like, but I watched for four days the channel during the daytime, okay. and it was very old school, um, news anchors from the BBC, from Sky, mm -hmm. and they presented news, and it was really nice. Like. It's so weird because you know that that something like that in 2021 exists yeah. and is I was thriving. Shook. I was is, shook. is thriving because, yeah. as you were saying, a lot of the a lot of the news and media that we get from uh, mainstream media has told us that this specific channel is failing in viewership, that it's not really working. Yeah. That it, but you, you, you were telling me that that couldn't be further from the truth. No, it, it, no, no, exactly. I mean, there's, there's a slight element to that because we know, I knew, cause the, a company that I work for at the moment, they put a lot of money into it. So I already knew about this channel. Yeah. 
But we know that uh, extreme left people, uh, the can- the cancel culture, the, the woke people, the, they like to troll straight away. They go online and they try and put something down. So to me, I thought that was an effective way of promoting something because if the extremists are upset by it, if the magazine, if the newspapers and other media outlets are upset, that means someone's doing something right. Yeah, yeah. So to me, that was like more any of any news, any press is good press kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because the pa- since the referendum and Trump and Brexit, I've really hated the news because I think it's been so... It's just been rotten. Yeah. It's, it's just been very one-sided yeah. and very divisive as well. It's like you're either with us or you're against yeah. us. And if you're against us, fuck you. Exactly. And that's why I went for it because I thought they're doing something right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and yeah, they are getting a lot of viewers because they've now found an audience of yep. people. They've now, I'm not saying everyone's like that because my mother does watch this. I mean, literally in the first day, first two days, they attacked me. I'm, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. I'm very uh, eco-conscious. You know, they attacked my friends being trans. Yeah. I mean, to the nth, they're relentless. They're like, they're like a dog with a bone on trans. Yeah. They're so anti that. And, I don't know why. And also, you told me, very interestingly enough, now that the LGB alliance is oh. like deeply rooted. I mean, yeah. they, they love them there. Obviously, the LGB alliance are a, we, a hate we've group. We've talked about We, we know this. about we've this. We've talked about Check this. out one of yeah. our podcasts. And... Um, but yeah, it's it's like... And I kept, and I kept sat, sitting there in the gallery as the director going... This is wrong because you think you're putting out there that the gays, the LGB community, yeah, yeah. don't like trans, and this is why you're because you're you're programming that to unknown so... about this kind of environment. So, you, the, so these people are going to sit on going. Even the gays don't yeah, like yeah. the trans. The generalizations here are immense. It's I mean, horrendous. whenever, whenever wrong. you, whenever you say the gays, yeah. the lesbians, and the bisexuals. They don't like trans people. Yeah. We do not agree. And they're taking our, our like voice and saying, we, no bitch. Yeah. It's not we, it's you. Because you cannot, you cannot say as a group, as a collective group yeah. that we stand against, we don't include, we don't recognize trans people. I think that that is, that is so far from the truth they would go from the fact that you know how do we protect women in a women's prison when trans women are in there and i'm like you're assuming it's like when they used to put pedophiles with gays you're assuming trans people are sexual predators yeah and i was like the news story should have been how do we protect trans and women in an environment where men, the sexual predators, can find a loophole to do these things to the Thank women. Thank you. So, so see, it's just the, the wrong. I know, way I know, I know. But the, the, but see, this is this is the thing though, is that whenever you put it that way, it actually makes sense and it actually sounds like something interesting to listen to. But yeah. when you when you when you put it, how can we protect women, biological women, from yeah. trans women? Yeah. It's like, ooh, it's scary times. <laughs> it's like. Bitch, you're 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 starting from that point yeah. where you think that like what you were saying that gay is equal to a pedophile. Yeah. These are the times that we are living in. And now. that's even though the I can't say that they're anti-gay because I've not I've not experienced that. But that's the kind of thinking they have throughout everything like yeah, that. Yeah, to see yeah. trans as they've, they've connected them with sexual predators. They've even put things like when they talk about pronouns, which are really anti-pronoun, they're yeah. really anti-gender. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they've had guests on there which have been venomous. Yeah, yeah. About Nasty. The pronoun, Nasty, pronoun. yeah, yeah. But when they've tried to incorporate what's around the why around that, they've not done it from an angle where it's like, oh, actually, I see that minority's point or why there's yeah. a pronoun there. So so, so the problem, I think, with, with not only that channel, but I think in any any type of situation is when you go too far to one extreme, Mm. And you don't give the opportunity for the other side to, you know, put their viewpoint across. It turns into something like what you were talking about. Like you're peddling an agenda. Yeah. And not, o- not only are you peddling an agenda, you're peddling something that could be potentially dangerous yeah. for thousands of people. We know for a fact that, you know, trans people are assaulted, killed, yeah, killed every single fucking day. In countries all around the world, simply for walking down the street, yeah. simply for being trans. Tell us a little bit about like you handed in your resignation, or was it your? No, no, I did. Well, like I, I'd gone to my mother's for the weekend, and I was dreading coming back to work. And soon as I came in at, I think it was like one o'clock in the afternoon or something. As soon as I sat down, I think there was doing an again another anti-trans segment. And how far, how far in were you in your job when well, this happened? Um. 
Was it a month? Had you been there a month or had you? Yeah, been... I just well, I'd had two weeks training from home. Yeah, I remember that. And then, and it was like loosely, loosely, loosely based training. I had one week in the office, went yeah. to my mum's, and then I think I'd come back for the second week. Okay. I, I submitted my resignation at the beginning of October. Okay. So and was it a, so were you there like in total for like a month? Well, from start to me finishing, it's to we're recording this on the 25th of October now. So I've literally, I'm supposed to be there till the end of October. Mm-hmm. So that would have been two months from start two to months. finish. Okay. But inside the building, I quit after two weeks. I had one week's <laughs> notice and then I gracefully gave them another oh, two weeks because Lord. the staff's under pressure. But Because they were so understaffed. The reason, I mean, I literally, I was working with this girl who's really nice. Um, uh, I sat down, they just peddled an anti-trans again segment and then went straight into the conservative conference and the LGB alliance oh. God. Was t- I mean that it don't bother the labor that doesn't bother me because no no I'm talking about like another segment yeah but there's like, another segment where they interviewed uh, Bev from the LGB Alliance from the Conservative Conference not talking about the Conservatives yeah. talking about trans people again and I, and straight away I it's submitted just, my resignation I applaud you for let's give a round of applause to Keith for quitting his shitty job <laughs> I mean seriously I think I think that most yeah. people would probably just put up with it. I mean, it's a paycheck. It's, but you know what? It, it takes a lot, a lot of guts to say, you know what? This doesn't align with my, the way yeah. I see the world, my vision of the world. You know what? Thank you. Yeah. But I'm out. Thirsty bitch. Ooh. I need a drink after that. But you know what? This is not hashtag not sponsored. I'm drinking orange juice. Why are you drinking orange juice? Well, because I've been working since Wednesday. I've been DJing every night since today's Monday. Mm. And I've been working every night. I start usually like around, well, getting ready is like part of, you know, my, my job. Yeah. So um, I start getting ready like around, uh, no, bitch. <laughs> I made an effort to get out of bed. That's what I made an effort for. <laughs> so listen, so yeah, I, I start getting ready. Like if I start, uh, if I have a gig like at nine or 10, I start getting ready like at five or six yeah. sometimes. And um, I like to really take my time, relax. I like candles. I like to have like a glass of wine or I'm getting ready. And I've been doing this every day for the past month and a half, working about four, four or five days of the week mm-hmm. and working in the nightlife after not working a whole entire year, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, getting very few hours of sleep and drinking. Uh, like, when you say alcohol. a few, you're on about like eight, aren't you? No, like I like because I've been working every day since, till three, and then I yeah. have to I, I have to get up and I, I go to the gym and I want I have to eat and blah blah blah. I like to relax, you know. I don't yeah. like to be stressed out. I don't want my job to ca- cause me stress. I want it to be enjoyable. So, like for example, I know for a fact that if I I have to take care of myself. So I've been drinking like uh, alcohol when I DJ. Like and I'm not saying like I get drunk, but I have like I have a, mm. you know three or four. Uh, by the way, my, my my official drink is Malibu tonic. I know most people are like, mm. ah, what's that? That's disgusting. Bitch, it's my drink. Okay, so shut the fuck up. So if you see you in a bar, send yeah. us some Malibu yeah. and tonic. Just pour me that drink and shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I so today I was like, okay, I got up today. I was like, I was feeling kind of like a bit, oh my gosh, not hungover, but just tired because I haven't slept like I haven't slept more than five hours like each day. And when that and when you're my age. Well, tumbleweed gonna be older next yeah, month tumbleweed we need the letter yeah <laughs> i'm going to be 40 fucking five oh, november that, that 14th yeah face looks yeah listen i'm so excited to be 45 uh i'm going to be having a little party i'm djing uh november 12th at uh village oh. Oh, it's just that you want us to come to your party yeah, on the yeah. 12th and you're working? No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be... I'm working, but I'm going to uh, be playing like my tape, music. In, yeah, it's like... A, I, but I Mi- want... Mixed it. I want, I want it to, 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 to have the people that I really like dancing to my music. And I, yeah. it's such a cool vibe. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be doing that. And it's going to be such a good time. So I really wanted to like take care of myself. And pr- you know, whenever, whenever you start to have like hangovers at 30, they're not the same when you're 20. And then they're <laughs> definitely not the same when you're 40. So... A little, you know, word of advice for all the youngins out there. Take care of yourself. Ooh. It's that time of the podcast. We're going to throw over to our interview. Yes. Now, uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure. We Ooh. did record this a little bit, a little while back. However, 
we felt that this interview is is pretty good. I mean, I think I think that we 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 kind of like dug deep. Yes, so we have none other than Ashley Conrad, who has a Instagram blog, news blog, where he yeah. goes, he, he talks about, you know, current events, what's going on in the moment. And he also works for a couple of radio stations. Which yeah, radio it's, stations? Ju- it's just finished presenting on Virgin Pride Radio that was uh, live during oh, about three months of Pride. Yes. Uh, and also, he's one of the DJs on Gaydio, which is uh, the world's biggest gay radio station. Yes. I find it quite interesting, the people that he says that are his uh, inspirations. Um, so, yeah, we're going to we're gonna take it away with Ashley Conrad. Hit it, bitch. Well, you might have heard him on radio stations such as Gaydio. Yes. And he's also a vlogger. He's uh, very prominent on the media scene. It is Ashley. Can we give him a round of applause? Yeah. Ashley, welcome. <laughs> That's exciting. I got a round of applause. You already yeah. had it, right? Can I call you Ash? No. <laughs> no. Why? What? As a teenager, I threw sort of a strop. I wasn't a bad teenager. So I don't want to be called Ash. I like my name, Ashley. Yeah. As a teenager, I sort of threw a strop. I didn't throw many strops. That was one of probably two. Mm-hmm. Like being called Ash. Ashley. Oh. I like my name, Ashley. So call me I Ashley. I like that name. I like oh, yeah. that name. But did something happen recently with, oh, with uh, I'm gonna have to unmatch him now. It was on a <laughs> wow. it was on a dating app and I woke up, I don't know, last night and I saw the message. Um, can we call you can I call you Ash? Ashley sounds a bit formal. And I and my response was, well, that's my name. So, you know, I'd appreciate you calling me my name. So you're going you're gonna to have to unmatch the guy now? <laughs> are you actually going to go on a date with him now we said that your name's too formal? Yeah. You are, aren't you? I wasn't going to to begin with anyway. But uh, you start okay. talking and, yeah, and I feel a bit, now I feel bad. But you are, you, you are a self-confessed serial dater, though, aren't you? Oh, Wow. You know what? The people are just shallow. So I will put up a really speak for yourself. Pretty you picture, you know, nice light. Oh God, I keep hitting that light. Nice lighting. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, just you just look decent. Yeah. And people match. And you talk to them. You meet them, and they're not very good. Ah. So I think last year, during before lockdown, of I think I had like a date every weekend. <gasps> Ooh, hey, Jesus! Wow. Oh, that's really good. Is, is that because you just come out of a relationship and you wanted to see what's out there, or are you just that date? And date? That's just me. <laughs> that's wow. just me. Well, congratulations! That sounds like a lot of work. A date a week, girl. Um, yeah, but not a successful date. I once went on a date, and I could tell you some bad dating Go stories. On. Give us a top five. Um, one of them was we had a date. We got along. We went out to eat. We had a drink. Went off. And he texted the next day. I had a nice time, blah, blah, blah. And his response to me for not having a second date was he didn't think our styles matched. And he made clear. Well. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. God. Are people that superficial and saying yeah. like something so stupid that your styles don't match? Well, no offense to you because I know you're in black, but he came dressed in black. Yeah. And me, I came, I had glitter. Um, glitter? Ooh. Just glitter. <laughs> glitter Chelsea boots, you know. I, Naked I, with the glitter. You made an effort. You made yeah. an effort. Wow. So... Can we just describe what you dressed as now? You've got this very sheen uh, floral Yeah, like a shirt. Silk. silk. seems to be catching on everything. And I'm, I'm some sorry white, about that. Some, <laughs> some white <laughs> jeans and some animal print loafers. And you do look, yes. you look, you look, you look in char. So uh, is that a thing we can say now, Shah? Is that yeah, what if, you, if you're if you were like a grandma, Fuck you. Um, yeah, <laughs> you look very sharp. Um, but uh, let let let's let's talk about what you do as a profession because I find that quite interesting because I met you a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when you were interviewing. Uh, it was like a gig that you had because mm-hmm. you are a presenter. It started. Years ago, I think going to the airport, my dad had the radio and it was Vanessa Felt. Tell everybody this story. Oh, mm-hmm. I like, I, I used to I like her. Her. I'm not too keen on her now. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this woman is on the radio and it feels like she's talking directly to me. It makes me sound like a right loner. But it just made me feel like she was talking to me. And just from then, I thought, I want to try this. I want to try this. So I found a little community station. You sort of have to beg in this industry. You uh-huh. can't send one email and expect a response. Yeah. You have to send it a lot. And then, yeah, Please. I just sort of, exactly, it's literally like that. I never a coffee. Please. Yeah. Are you a needy boyfriend? Me? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. Sorry. I'm not going to answer that. Um, excuse me. We're trying to be professional here, so, and you're like, oh, you need a boyfriend. Thirsty bitch. Come on. <laughs> professional. So, okay, oh, so you were apologies. listening to Vanessa Feltz, mm. and you felt that she was talking directly to you, so she mm. kind of like touched you in a way that you wanted to do something like that? Yeah, it was like, comp- it was like, it's, it's the most, it sounds like the biggest loner thing, but it's not. It just feels like company. So late at night, ah, you're in bed okay. and they're talking to you and you feel like you're part of these okay. people. That's actually quite interesting. So that's why I carried on. I liked, I like women in media more. So mm-hmm. I loved okay. Wendy Williams. There's people like Angela Mar, all sorts of people. And I just loved the way they felt like they were talking to me directly. So yeah, I yeah, sort yeah. of tried to do that, but obviously in my own style. Yeah. So how did you, who gave you like your first, let's say, break? Miskin Radio in Kent. It was in a college. Okay. And they gave me one hour on Sunday and it was dreadful. It was really bad. (laughs) My voice was shaking. I didn't know when to speak, what to say. And then just over time, practice, listening to others um, and just practicing. You sort of, Mm. you sort of gather what you say, what not to say, what you can say. Um, and you just sort of go from there. All right. So you had your own show for an hour. Yep. And when you were, because you said you were so nervous and everything, mm. did you say, okay, this is not for me? Or were you like, oh my God, I love this. I need to do more of it. I wanted to do it. So I used to practice, just keep doing it. I used to buy, um, what are those anxiety stuff you can buy from the supermarket? Um, the, Alcohol. The drops. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting. It's always good for Tramadol. <laughs> we'll get to doing radio and alcohol, yeah. definitely. But I used to take those sort of calming tablets because I, I really wanted to do it. And yeah. my friend would listen and say, Ashley, what have you taken? You're slurring. Oh, oh, yeah. oh wow. It used to oh. really you affect that from me. Oh, my God. Sure? Yeah, from the What's su- his name? <laughs> <laughs> it was your pharmacist. <laughs> you were really nervous doing it at first. Yeah, well, because you don't know who's listening. Yeah. yeah. You, and you can hear yourself in the headphones, which I, you're not used to to begin with. Now it's a comfort thing. Okay. Like, then it's just the most, it can be the most terrifying thing. I wasn't a stage school kid. Um, I trained to be a chef. I had worked in retail. Ah, okay. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was terrifying. So, so it was completely foreign to you. So mm. you really, but then again, what was, what was the thing? Like, what did you want to get out? Like, what, what was the thing that you, cause you've said that you wanted mm. to maybe be a comfort for yeah. people. Was that kind of like what you wanted to do for yourself? Like, did you want to comfort people like with your voice, with what you had to say? Just to entertain. Okay. It sounds bizarre saying that, but it just yeah. to entertain. So you tune in, you watch me, you listen to me. You get, you know, however long the content is mm. of some escapism. You get some sort of entertainment and yes. then you can go back to whatever miserable stuff you were doing yes. beforehand. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we're all doing miserable well, stuff at yeah. the moment, aren't we? Well, well, in your case. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't. When you started doing that, mm. um, what was what was the thing that kept you going? Like, what did anybody motivate you? Like, did, did you have listeners be like, oh my God, I listened to you and you were so amazing. Keep on going. I think I had anybody. I had friends that would come oh. in. Can we oh. play the violins? No, <laughs> that's why my name's Ashley Cormrad. My mom made a joke about it once. She went, Ashley, don't go on the radio and say something stupid and yeah. use your real name. So I used my middle name, Ashley Cormrad. Oh, oh, my, my friends would come, interview, they'd come and, you know, help me listen and practice the interviews and listen. Mm. But... No, it was sound very selfishly, but it was something I wanted to do for myself because I thought I could I could do it. Yeah, I've heard the others out there. Why can't I mm-hmm. do what they do? But my own style. You'd been looking at the other uh, the people, the black mm. people, all the people of color that in the same type mm. of industry, and you wanted to stand out yeah. as being something different. Who did you look at, and what did you decide to be different to to what was out there? Um, it was mainly women. Uh, it's always I love women in the media because I thought they work so hard. Even to be different, they've worked hard. So I adore Wendy Williams. I've bought her books. I've read her autobiography loads of times. I watched a lot of Joan Rivers to pick up oh, tips. Yeah. Oh, to pick okay. up tips on how wow. to do like red carpet interviews, yeah. mm-hmm. how to be funny, how to make a joke. Years and years ago, I never you from London, but there used to be a radio station called Choice FM. Okay. And they had a Saturday phone-in show. And I remember listening to that and they had people at the BNP on. They used to really wow. talk about topics. I don't want to do stuff like that because it, it, it spoke to me and yeah. then that sort of industry sort of died out. Like, can yeah. you think of a Joan Rivers now? Yeah. There's no one else like Wendy no. Williams. You don't have that anymore. So I wanted to, to be that person and carry that on and maybe give someone what I used to get from it. But do you think that there's not many people like Joan Rivers now? Because 
Uh, what what people dead. call it. Oh dear. <laughs> yes, she is. I was upset. I've got a, oh, like a, a, a memory thing. Yeah. <laughs> was like, I... She was iconic. I mean, come on. John Rivers is iconic. Is, but do you think that because of this woke culture, as people say, that people are getting cancelled, that the reason why there aren't people like her anymore is that it's not acceptable? Are you mm. trying to break back into that? No, I don't offend people. I'd rather entertain and... Mm make you laugh i'm not really political or okay. it's just bitchy be... or anything like that Sometimes. because 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 of <laughs> when you're talking about your two idols mm. um joan rivers was a mega bitch oh yeah and everyone. and mm. wendy williams mm. i mean she is shady as hell but my way of doing that was okay you've got a celebrity story chloe kardashian at the minute she's going through that with her boyfriend mm. okay instead of shade chloe kardashian all of us can relate, relate to that sort of situation. So I would sort of spin it like that rather than dig and be nasty to someone. And I think we're going to end the interview right now. No. Don't get so fucking smart. Oh. I don't want to be, I don't want to be nasty and end up being no. trolled and have to go through that. Okay. Cause yeah. that's quite interesting because of the people that you're talking about, mm. especially Wendy Williams, cause she's yeah. a, sh she's shady. Um, you know, <laughs> she was, I don't think she is anymore. Oh, she's so shady. Even now she's, I was such a big fan. I used to come home from work. I listened to her old radio shows on YouTube. Uh, so okay, okay. back in the day. And back she in the day. had, um, <laughs> do you ever hear the interview she did with um, Whitney Houston? Would, yep. Okay. Iconic. Legendary. Yeah. Yes. Legendary. I thing. have the manuscript in one of her books and yeah. I have read that interview a good few times. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But she, word for word. Yeah, yeah. She was, I mean, I mean, Wendy Williams. She, the thing is, is that she always has something to say about so many people mm. all the while. Like when she was saying so many stuff, so many things about like other people, her life was a mess. Like oh, her life a was a mess. Mm. So how do you, for example, uh, take inspiration from people that are very sharp tongued and are very kind of like bitchy mm. and you know, they're, they're very quick. How would you say that would influence your style? Because you say that you're really not like that. Because that's them and this is me. So Joan Rivers can be really mean. I don't know, she made jokes. I remember once about Adele and fried yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, see, you yeah. laughed. I, Sorry. Well, I would laugh as well, to be honest. <laughs> but she, but she, she, she really did cross she a lot. She was funny. Of, yeah, she crossed but she offended everybody. Yeah. yeah, but I don't have to be like that to be no, no, influenced no. or like what they do or their okay. style or yeah. to just to steal a bit from them, but make it my own. Your own. Just their yeah. presence mm. and the way they command themselves. So yeah, your, your yeah. main point you would say would be to entertain. I don't want you to look at me and think anything political or, you know, he's trying to change the world. No, the world is interesting. interesting. The world is bad enough out there, you know, you know. So you want to provide light entertainment. Yeah. Okay, so that that's like your main point. You mm. want to be, provide like entertainment because you said something that you don't want. Uh, you you kind of like want people to forget how miserable their existence is, like in Keith's case, and um, they want you <laughs> you want to bring them into like a, a funner place. A Again, more, yeah, I think that's something I heard from Joan Rivers. Yeah, that yeah. everything is miserable outside. Why not have pretty things inside, <laughs> etc. You you had drip feeding because you got a a viral recently when you were yes. talking about Prince Harry. But, but, but before mm, before we before we yeah. we talk about that. One. can yeah. you tell us what what we're like what you do now like because you do these little short segments tell yeah. us a little bit about so it. i still do the radio yeah gadio another station some one's breakfast one's early breakfast mm -hmm. and i do i work for an independent news website and we do different videos sometimes we go out as press to different events as i met mm -hmm. you yes um back in the back a few years ago <laughs> and we do green screen videos it's all tokyo so right. that was one I do like a satire sort of video. Yeah. So I find news stories. So I sort of still do like the news. And I just try to make them amusing. Because yeah. again, the world is not the most pleasant place at the minute. Yeah. So yeah. find something to laugh at. Um, story I was talking about was Gwyneth Paltrow selling wow. some sort of weird sex thing. She had um, a candle that smelled like vagina. Was that not the one? that one? It was a stone. <laughs> it was a stone that you insert on, insert yourself, and you push out, and you like play a game of catch. Women, are just just women, not either. Or. I'm guessing it was women. Yes. Uh, um, and so could you innocence. Yeah. And the next story was about that, and another product that had sold out. But I didn't post that one because then there's the pressure. How do you match that attention again? Are you afraid to to record something now, or or are, do you have something in the works? Um. 
No, I think I'm going to do more of the satire videos because okay. I like the response yeah. and it's fun for me. There's a script, I'm reading an auto cue, mm. but I can ad lib. So it's quite fun to record. Yeah. So I may go back to doing that. But what, yeah. what took you from being uh, radio into wanting to be in front of the camera? Because there's a difference in confidence there, I believe. Yes. Oh, God, there yes. is. Yes, yes. Wow. But I think camera work helped with the radio eventually. Okay. Um, I was doing the radio. I didn't think anything was happening. Like you're trying, you're going in each week. You're sending demos, you're contacting people. Mm. Nothing, I didn't feel anything was happening. So I found this camera job and tried that. Again, was terrible to begin with. Mm. And then again, just practice and learning and persistence and going to events and yeah. just sort of builds up until you can do what you do, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, you but seem very natural on, on like all of the videos that I've watched on mm. Instagram. You seem like very natural, like it, it comes naturally to you. I would have never guessed that you would have been nervous, like at all. I think that's just me. Oh, okay. Like I'm quite happily sitting here yeah. chatting to you. When I arrived, I think I was terrified. <laughs> no, that, I mean, you, you did, really, you did look at it. Like there was that. a little bit of you was stressed, but I know from past experience mm. with people that I mean, you got you went like um, Dom. He went to oh, yeah. Bounds Bring, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, first, yeah. I could just know that everyone just needs a drink and settle down because mm. you can't just sit someone in front of a microphone and go like. Do you think? Can yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you, you were saying that uh, a lot of the experience you've had from going through radio stations, you've had some issue with uh, older gentlemen, whether they like you or don't like you. Did I tell you that? You wrote, you wrote it on the uh, contributors <laughs> form. I? Oh wow! Were you yeah. drunk when you were filled when you were? You know, I, have, that I haven't mm-hmm. been drunk for a while. Oh, oh. no! Um, you should let yeah, the car it's, home. <laughs> it's a weird industry because I've had yeah. that. I can talk about one person because he's passed away. Oh, that's um, nice. He's oh, dead. Jesus. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. They just seem to dislike me. I don't know, maybe because I'm, I sort of maybe speak freely. I'll, I'll just say what I want, obviously within the law. But I've had that a few times where older gentlemen, they've been fine with me. They hear me on the radio and they just stop talking to me. So it's oh, not like so the weird. fact that they're an older gay man that thinks that, you know, there's been a f- Weinstein moment. There's been three. And I okay. think one was Matt. One was married, and I mm-hmm. thought he he was married to a black woman. He was a man. Okay. Actually, don't include that bit. He was okay. a white man. And okay, fine. Cause Flag he, it. Why? Well, I don't want to identify him. You no, know, no, because we can beep him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just thought he had an interest in me because I might look like a grandson for him. I don't know. It's quite naive. And it, I didn't know at the time until... <laughs> I think I left because I was just feeling uncomfortable there. I remember saying to him, why are you looking at me like this? And then ages and ages later, <laughs> one of the other presenters said to me, Ashley, go on this person, someone else, their Facebook and just read what's happened. And the person had called them out for trying to make a move. Uh, being a young person looking mm. like you do, because you're very stylish, very good looking. Oh, that, thank you. Do you not, <laughs> do you not like, <laughs> no, it's media. There's the casting couch, all that kind of thing. Do you oh, not yes. work to that? Yes. Because I wish <laughs> I would get somewhere further. Is it not something you know that you're young and you have something that you use that to, to get somewhere? I so wish I could. <laughs> Honest, no, well. Oh, you've got I standards. That one be person care- in media with standards. Be careful what <laughs> you wish for. I would be on be Radio careful. 1 talking yeah, to would. that Alid guy. I think that's yeah. the manager's name, Alid. Yeah, 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 Alid, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. would you would you really be okay with that? Like, uh, if he came on with mm. to you and promising you, like, a little, like, Harvey Weinstein moment, would you be okay with that? Like, honestly? It's a good looking. You sit... <laughs> um, no, I, I've been on casting couch. It's a good you looking, sit- yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. 50-50, I was thinking that. Yeah. But they never are. No, they're not. No, they're never. Never. They're gross. They're disgusting. I have seen a few program managers in my time. Um, A few (laughs) of them have passed away, very strangely. Oh, what do you do to them? (laughs) I don't want to say where they are because you're able to identify them. We can bleep. No, we can bleep them. Most of our listeners are American, so. But yeah, I can think of one up in Cambridge. Yeah. Not a looker. He didn't come on to me, but not 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 someone you you'd can, think, you know. It's thirsty bitch. You can say what you mean. Thirsty bitch. So in, in terms in terms of like what you were talking about, mm. moving and getting ahead. Yeah. Um, because you've been doing this for how many years now? Oh dear. Could be eight years. Okay. You've been doing this for, you've been doing this for eight <laughs> years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so where do you see yourself, like for example, uh in let's say a year, in terms of what you're doing now? Do you see something? It changing? really worries me. Okay. Because, and I always lie about my age. I always say I'm 26, but I'm going to be. Oh yeah. And you're what? You're 29. God. You're what, what? He's 29. It worries me that I'm going to be, years. I'm going to be 30 and too old for this industry. 
it worries me that I'm going to have to keep pushing and I'm going to be too old for this industry. Get him out, get him out. No, but it's true. <laughs> no, I completely agree with you. People are so, they're, the ages in mm. here is terrible. Yeah. Well, maybe not for me. men, but it, it worries me. I think mm. it's still terrible for gay men. Mm. I think ageism is still very alive and kicking for gay men. Because if they don't, if, if, with gay men, I think it's very specific if you don't look a certain age. Yeah. Uh, a lot of gay men, for example, whenever they put in their bios, they say they don't put an age. They put an age range, oh, which dear. they look like. Yeah. So, for example, <laughs> if they resemble yeah. anything from 25 to 50. 35, they will put that range, but they won't say like their real age. Yeah. No, yeah but I think, I think a lot of people, a lot of young people go from being in front of the camera. They hit mm. a certain age and suddenly they're producing. They're, you know, they're all behind the scenes. They're, they're heading something yeah. or don't mm. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm... do you see yourself like... Uh, doing that or would you still really like to pursue that in front of the camera oh i like being in front yeah it's fun yeah it's a lot of fun it's nice meeting the people interviewing them going to the events enjoying the freebies the clothes it's a lot more fun freebies yeah. oh you love a freebie you love yeah. a freebie freebies are fun <laughs> freebies are fun what, what has been the hardest thing in the media to try and get where you are now a conversation I can't say that word very well but a conversation. to speak to someone yeah okay it's just there. getting through that front door yeah it's difficult I, Why? I don't know. I've never asked a program manager that. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I did, I guess hosted on the Brighton Pride coverage for BBC Sussex. Nice. I sent, oh, okay. I sent an email to the station manager. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Send an email to her boss, who's in charge of BBC South. I get a response. Wow. Yeah. And I do the coverage. We do it in the street. It's fine. Um... I send a message to her saying, thank you for the opportunity. It was good. Blah, blah, blah. She goes, great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was it. That's it. Yeah. What do you do with that? Mm. And I, I, mm. think I did message her a couple of months later. Nothing. No. When I used to work for Yorkshire Television, they used to get a stack of mm. all these letters at the time, letters uh, from people wanting to work there. Yeah. But I went to my boss and said, look, I've got a friend just leaving university. She really wants to get into TV. She says, oh, is she punctual? Is she this? And I says, yeah. Does she interview. have a deep throat? Does she? <laughs> <laughs> Does she? Oh, she suck cock. No. Um, so she says, yeah, bring her in tomorrow. And I was like, all these people. Bring her in. She got a job. She was shit, uh, by the way. I'm sure she, she did. <laughs> but she got the oh, job. You know what? Was she white? She didn't know that she was white at the time. But I she from, didn't know she was white? I thought... Well, at the time in... No. The girl the girl that you got the job, not in... she didn't know she was white. No, the girl oh. knew she was white. <laughs> oh, okay. But the person I says, can you interview her for the job? She didn't Didn't know. know. Oh, okay, okay. So she said, yeah, bring her in. So she skipped all these people that sent a letter saying, mm. you know, like you do on email yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. And it's always kind of who you know. Okay, but this is something interesting that mm. I wanted to ask you. Do you think... I'm going to play the race card here. <laughs> do you think it's because you're black? Honest? Well, I should say... No, because you just hear my voice. My name's Ashley Gomra. It doesn't sound like a black voice. But you want it. But you want to be in front of the camera. So when you were doing the camera, thing, radio, yeah, and I think my media pack has my picture on it, several yeah. pictures. So how would I know if it was because I'm black? No one ever says that to you. No, no, no. But but there there must yeah. be like some sort of like an inkling, like hmm, why had the why have these people not responded to me? And mm. they said to me that I was good or that we had a good rapport, and yet. Nothing is coming up. That this. is maybe not the type of black that they want. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to stations because and, yeah. you you said a little bit mm. about something about uh, the the typical black uh, guy that that you said that you tried not to be, which was you know the street talk kind like of Stormzy like, for it. Well, you yeah. Stormzy is an example. Well, you Stormzy, yeah, the yeah, Bullet yeah. Boy, the yeah. um, who's Bullet Boy? Oh, it's a film. Okay. Asher D, Ashley Walters. Yeah. I want to say no clock. That's probably not the no best example <laughs> right now. But that in that sort yeah. of neighborhood of yeah. person. Yeah. Mm. So so you try to really like steer clear of that yeah. kind of like typical kind of like accent. And mm. and and you said, I didn't say this, but you didn't you wanted to sound intelligent. You wanted to sound smart. That sounds absolutely awful. I know. All but the black, all the black boys are men listening, thinking they sound I'm gonna I'm thinking they sound thick, but <laughs> It's my opinion, allowed an opinion. Yes. I didn't like that accent. I exactly. wanted yeah. to speak properly or proper. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that was just what I wanted. I heard the people on the radio, on the TV, the ones I liked, that's how they spoke. So, I know. But... It's, it's quite funny because I think, uh, speaking of uh, mm. Wendy Williams, she had a lot of backlash, I remember, in the beginning mm. of her career because a lot of people told her that she didn't sound, quote unquote, black enough yeah because oh. they said that she wasn't like oh hey sister girl no she didn't do that she mm. was like she was like talking like like yeah well like what you like were saying does. you know like she yeah. does and a lot of people found issue with that because a lot of people thought that she was trying to 
be white, quote unquote. Mm. And this was something that she had to push against quite a yeah. lot at the beginning of her career. And she said that a lot of times. Mm. And I think that that's, that's really important to notice is that mm. a lot of times people expect you to sound a certain way because of where you're from. Yeah. So for example, like in my case, like if people know that I'm Latin, people expect me to talk like this. And be late. And they expect like uh, be late and be like, oh, hello, honey. <laughs> you know, but... I, so what was that? That's what people sound. They, that's what they, they, they like expect. Mexican. Like Mexican, yes, with a bad accent. We need more lemon pledge. So I think that a lot of times we have to fight against yeah. that, and I think that what you're what you're saying is actually quite true because mm. a lot of times we have to ask ourselves, well, what's that barrier that's like keeping me? Like, but I feel I fight against it, or I just just by being me. I think mm. you do. I don't, you know, go and say it or. Wear a t-shirt. I just be me. I will yeah, wear yeah. the animal print loafers or the glitter Chelsea boots or the bright shirt. Or I have my hair colored, whatever color this is right now. I love your hair, by the way. It is. Yeah. It's it looks it. really nice. Thank you. It's Vanessa yeah. Williams inspired. Been going for a situation. <gasps> Vanessa Williams. We're going to have to tag her oh, in on this Isn't podcast. she amazing? Yeah. I, she's one of my idols. Stop I fucking it. love Vanessa Williams. CDs oh. I've had. I've been watching her films the comfort, lately. The comfort zone gets me through it. Oh, the comfort zone gets I, just sat I know, I know. Ben and Jerry's like... I had the CD. Oh. oh, no, she didn't. What you just said is really important. You're just yourself. Yeah. You don't have to go around screaming like, oh, no, but I believe in this and I believe in that. You just are yourself. Mm. And I think that a lot of times people kind of like tend to question, you know, like we were talking about Wendy Willem saying, yeah. well, you're not black enough. You're not this enough. Do you ever get that like from people that that like would hire you? Would you ever think to yourself, am I not black enough? Did they not want that because I'm not black enough? I don't know. I know there was one station I applied for and it was a very black unquote station. Yeah. And I, they said to me, no. And I think that could have been it. I didn't fit how that station sounds. Yeah. Mm. Interestingly enough, that little gossip for you, I did see that station manager years ago and oh, yeah. I did confront him about it. And yeah. I said to him, oh, I remember you. I recognize your name. I sent you a demo and you didn't like me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he looked horrified. Wow. He was setting up a TV channel. I'm going to get so exposed. <laughs> Watch yeah, this. Called him out. And um, he just kept telling the people I was interviewing, just wrap it up. He was so annoyed by it. I mean, from my point of view, we, yes. we, we were talking about yes. earlier about things that you shouldn't say to mm. uh, probably mm. minority, like, I don't see colour. I yeah. don't do that. Oh, but with me being, as you said, open-minded, like, I would pick the best please person. Don't say, please don't say I don't see color. No, I would pick the best person regardless because it doesn't matter because whether... I don't see color. If there's a lot of people in the room all interviewing for a job, I would pick the person that I think comes across the best. So that's got the good personality, whether mm. they're black, whether mm. they're Latino, mm. whether whatever. It's very hard to understand that there is that kind of behavior from people. So when you're saying like, when you go for a job as a Latino, when you go for a job as a black person, yeah. I'm okay because I'm from a predominantly white country. Yeah. So I never think that there's going to be an issue with what, mm. whatever I go for. That's very interesting that you would say that because that is white privilege. But then again, I was born here. So oh, until yeah, no. adult life, oh, God, that lamp, Dude, I didn't think, I, I probably felt the same as you. Yeah. My mum, she's black, but she was born here. Yeah. We probably felt the same thing. I, if oh. I went for a job interview, if I went for whatever I went for, I would just be seen as the guy on the CV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. But the thing that that I think that that's what's so interesting about the fact that as you get older, you're kind of like told that you're not like that, that you're 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 like people would say to you, well, I'm going to make a conscious effort not to sound like every other black boy that 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 yeah. I speak to. Do you know what I mean? But then in a media media where you're on camera or you're recording your voice, it's so easy to compare yourself to others yeah. and think, well, why is he, and I'm thinking of someone in particular, I'm not going to mention his name. name. Why is he going and getting this far? Okay, yes. And then why am I not? Is it because that's a good, that's a he fits yeah. the look or the stereotype that they want? There are a lot of times that come, there comes a point like when you're watching like, or you're listening to something yeah. and you're like, why is he there? Mm. And yeah. not, not, not like to toot your own horn, but you know you're more professional because you probably know that person in complete mess. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're thinking to yourself, why is he there and I'm not there? You but know? I mean, look, look, going back to our DJ, we know of certain people that only get jobs because they 
do the right thing with the right person and they yeah. get the gigs and not that they play good music. Yeah. It's because they've done X, Y, and Z with them. Yeah. Whereas so someone has got does, talent, someone that's not. Yeah. But does that exist a lot in your industry as well? Like, do you see it? Do you see like, for example, somebody that's just started up, but because they've, you know, knocked on the right doors, quote unquote, they're further than you in your eight years. And they probably were like um, a year. Yes. And no, I see a lot of people getting where they're going because they're being a celebrity. Or they've done something uh, on yeah, TV. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or I've just seen oh, this is terrible. I have one particular person in mind. Shame and shame him. No, I can't. I really can't. We'll bleep it we'll out, bleep but it. just tell us so we can know. <laughs> just so we can bleep it. Yeah, we'll bleep it. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just feel that they he has a look. And I'm sure What's his look? You know, he's a white guy, he's sort of built, he's hairy. I just think they uh, find him attractive. Oh, okay. That is what, and that's what we I said to are them. talking about. Because mm. I've been to radio stations and I've said to them, this station does not fit, doesn't represent yeah. me. Oh no, she didn't. And I think that that's one of the most important things, like what you were saying, you know, uh, in case. Yeah, they, there are some guys that have a certain look and it's not specifically because of it's or because it's Q-Bar. It's just that gays were fed this bullshit that in order to be successful, you have to be muscly. Mm. You have to be hairy. You have to have this look about mm. you because that's marketable for the gays. Yeah. And that's yeah. not speaking only for Gadio and Q-Bar. That's almost every gay company yeah. there is. You know? Magazines. I yes. remember buying magazines and thinking, well, is everybody just white and yeah. Everybody Thank from you. Cover, whatever Thank ones you, you buy, and it was gay times or attitude. Mm. And we're all just white guys. Thank you. Nobody else in there. Thirsty bitch. We were just talking about the fact that you've never watched an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. You know what? It's very, very embarrassing. You Why? Know, you know Cat the comedian, don't you? Yeah. She's funny. She lives very near to me, and it's and we she came to where I work once, and we like we connected. Oh, she's, she's on Big hilarious. Brother, blah she's blah hilarious. blah. It's her that's brought me out to all these events. I never used to go to this stuff. Really? <laughs> she's Honestly. hilarious. Do you know who Kat is? I've not. Clicked. She's the one that always says "Love you long time." She she she, 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 she <laughs> no she 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 plays on being yeah, Thai she, and the stereotypes yeah, of yeah. being a Thai. She's lady. hilarious. Yeah. she's hilarious. I love okay. her. Uh, shout out to um to her if yeah. she's ever Pussy listening. Pussycat Bangkok. Pussycat. Is that actually, what she's called? Yeah, she's she's a stand-up comedian now. Yeah. She's uh she has her own show. I'm not gonna plug it because she hasn't paid. But she she's having her own show yeah. uh with a friend of mine who's an aerial dancer. Uh which one's oh, that? Danny does, Danny. Does he get naked? Yeah. Yes, he does. Oh, I've seen that. That was very good. Yes, he's good. <laughs> I remember watching that. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, have, have you not come across him while you've been serial dating? No. No, I think I was his type, but I, I enjoyed watching his performance. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Put it back in your pants, Keith. Oh, Jesus dear. Christ. I think I even went on Twitter to see if there was any more. <laughs> see, there we are. Thank is, you very he much. Hot. He is really oh, hot. Dear. Would you ever consider changing yourself in order to get a job, a good job? I don't know. What what would be changed? It's... Like if somebody said to you, <laughs> oh. like, for example, if somebody yeah. came up to you and be like, listen, Ashley, we love your look. You you look great. Mm. But you know what? We have a problem with the way, the way you talk. You're just not black enough. If they said that Whoa. to you, what would you they say? They said that to Whitney. That's not good. I remember that. I, I, yeah. I've done yeah. my research yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. There would be probably somebody that would say to you, listen, we just have a, a problem with the fact that you're just not street enough. Yeah. Or they wouldn't say that you're not black enough, but they would say like you're not street enough, like Wendy Williams was said. But you know, what would you say to that? And it was a really good job that you would you would know what set you for life. One, I don't think I could even put the accent on. And part <laughs> of me thinks I would do it and then go on air and call them out on it. Oh yes. Oh good. A guy with standards. Well done. Yeah. An exposed And story. I never hear old white men calling out their employers on air. Yeah. At what do you call it old? Um Old. What, what, what do you like, say is old? They're going to be like over 40. They're going to be like over 40. They're a lot older. The ones I can think of. Over 40. What do you call old? Over 40. Again, it was... What do you call old? Again, from my memory, it's been BBC local radio. Do you remember Danny Baker and his picture yeah, of the, yeah. the monkey saying it's Prince Harry's son? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called what? out his employers when he was sacked. I remember <gasps> I went and listened to that on purpose. Oh, just... my God. And there's another guy who's, I think he's in his 80s. He works on another BBC station. Oh, these old fossils. They've just sacked him. Oh, and he called them out on air. And I listened to that because I was just curious to hear what he would say. But hang on. From, from talking to you two, you're quite anti-boomers. No? no, 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 no. I'm not at all. The only thing that I don't like is when people of a certain age abuse their power. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been there for so long and they, you know, mm. they do wait. 
they do things a certain way, quote unquote, and they don't allow any new blood to come in. And I think that that's yes. what. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I agree with you. And I got an example of that. I went for the BBC New Voices competition a few years ago. Oh, okay. The station manager who I spoke to, she's on the panel. And I didn't choose the London one because there is a particular woman on there who's a boomer, who I'm, okay. who I'm a fan of. Yeah. But I thought, why would I go there? She's not going to want to pick anybody who's half decent uh, because no. she's trying to hang on to her job and keep doing yep. what she's doing. Yeah, and it is yep, the BBC. Yep, yep, mm. yep, yep. I completely agree with that. I think that we, we've talked about this so many times. Yeah. People in general are so fucking selfish. If they know <laughs> that something is going to help you, but in, in the long run, it's going to yeah. kind of like somehow take away from them. Yeah. They won't do it. Oh, no. They won't help you. No, no they won't chance. help you. Well. I've been told that before. I reach out to this presenter, reach out to yeah. that presenter. I'm like, yeah. no, because they're not going to give me advice exactly. to come and take yeah. over when I'm 30 years younger than but them. But that happens in every industry. Or what you were saying, people that give unsolicited advice, oh. you know, that just say, well, you should do this and you should do that and you should do this. And it's like, did I ask you? You've had that experience recently. I mean, you with someone I that you work with. that with everybody. If it's at radio, if it's on camera, they want to pick apart. Shouldn't say this. You shouldn't yeah. say that. It's an honor that you're here. I had once said oh, to me. Oh. I made like a joke about a ginger person. It was it was an, a, a complimentary joke on air. Oh, yeah. And I was receiving messages. You shouldn't be saying stuff like that. You shouldn't be saying this. It's an honor to be on oh, air. My gosh. Blah blah blah. But you're get you're stimulating talk. You're not. It doesn't mm. sound like you was offending somebody, but you're it being yourself and stimulating. And you've been complimentary. Like I was saying, <laughs> ginger people need to just go away. With, with you, it's a case of you're, you've got some standards and some morals and some yeah, ethics. Yeah, you do. You do. Whereas, mm. you know, you're maybe not willing to brown-nose somebody to get where you want because you're mm. sticking to what you feel is the correct thing to do, which in one side, it's a hindrance. That's true. It's going to be a lot true. harder to get where you want to be. Very yeah, good. I wanted to say a lot of media work is free. What am I brown nosing you for free for? If I'm not no, really getting true. much but, but, out. But, but when it gets to a point where somebody makes you like pick a, make a difficult decision between mm -hmm. your beliefs and what you really do, like your core values mm. and working for free quote unquote yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to pick something and it, it's mm. like well i'm gonna have to like not really say anything be because i need this job and mm. i want to get ahead and i think that that's the point because you're still very young i you're, like that thank you very no, much you are you are very very young mm. and i think that <laughs> as as you come along yeah. in the industry you will start to see things that will rub you the wrong way but sometimes yeah. We can't say anything. Mm. We can't say anything. I mean, I I've had a situation like even this week where I've had to really like oh, like kind of like <laughs> sorry you made me laugh. It's uh, a bit serious, and you made me laugh. Oh no no no! But you know, so so and we're we're all. It doesn't matter like your age. I just yeah. I just think it just comes to a point where like you're trust me. Your values will be put on the line and you will have to say, well, you know what? I'm going to do this because it's going to get me somewhere. Or you're going to say, you know what? Fuck you because I don't believe in what you're doing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But just because it, it hasn't happened now doesn't mean it won't happen. Like, it will. Do you know what I mean? Because you're a very, from what I've seen uh, of your videos, you're a very talented guy. Thank you. You are. What did yeah. you say? That's nice coming from you. You don't say anything nice about people. I'm always oh, nice. Most of the people that listen to the podcast know you're a bitch. Uh, oh, excuse absolutely. me. Excuse no, me. True. I am so nice. You're always the one talking about the same old bullshit about Yorkshire and your mom and blah, 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 me, blah, 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 Oh dear. <laughs> we are going to that. We have kept you far too long, and we've yes. got Magic here, who's a recurring photographer for season four. Yes, podcast, who's so. a fucking dozy bitch. Yeah, went to the wrong address, like everyone does. Uh, can we just say that before you go, Ashley? It's been very good to have you here. But can yep. you tell us what's in your what is the the wardrobe of the season and what's on your pod okay. pod yeah, iPod? Yes. Is that right? No, your iPod. Oh my what god! Did, this did is we... this is 2021. It's not 2006. I've never had bitch. an iPod. <laughs> See, because I was the I was the radio weirdo. Did you have Zoom? I made sure my parents got me an MP3 player with radio built in. Thank you. So, so I you never had an iPod. What What do you listen to music on now? Uh, my phone and what, yeah. streaming stuff. Okay. On so your iPod. What's, what's on your playlist on your iPhone? Um, I'm loving the 80s, mainly R&B, soul 80s. So okay. Vanessa Williams. I've got yes. some Jody Watley on now. That's oh my, my obsession gosh. at the minute. Her okay, backstory. Her, yes. She was the singer for Shalimar. Yeah. Yeah, she's and they treated her, her badly and her yes. style. Yes. Just loving her at the minute. Yeah. Um, some Whitney sometimes. <sighs> Whitney. Mariah. Yes. I love the divas. Yeah. I think I should have been born a Did woman. Did you see the Whitney hologram show <laughs> last year? 
No, oh, that was really good. Really? really? No, it was. That's no, if you got no, if you got the good seats, it was amazing. Was it like seeing Whitney from the beyond? Oh. <laughs> yes, actually, from it was. The, and it was from funny, the beyond. It was funny. Or at him, beyond? It, it was funny. People <laughs> having people when she finished going, seeing this Whitney, like she's dead. Oh dear. <laughs> no, if you had the right seats, she looked really good. It was. Funny. If you had the right seats, she almost looked alive. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, as we are finishing, tell us what all your social media. Okay, social media. Everything is Ashley Comrade UK. No, oh, that, that was quick. That was simple. Yeah. And where can they find you? Are you on Twitter? On Instagram? On Everywhere. Twitch? Not Twitch. I'm not uh, a gamer. Are, are, but... Okay. Are you yeah. on uh, a game? Uh, is that what it is? It is no, many no. gamers. Oh, but... <laughs> uh, are you on uh, Snapchat? He's oh. not sixteen. TikTok. Well, we, we all Are know what t- Snapchat is, really. Yeah, you know, what, what, know what is Snapchat? I'm not going to answer picks, that. Dick pics and everything what? else. Uh, Are you on? Uh, like you on TikTok? Rolls. I'm on TikTok. I think everything is Ashley Comrade UK. Okay. Yeah, yes, thank you for having me. Of course, it's been nice. It's been a long time, actually. Yeah, we tried to get fun. you earlier. Right, thank yes. you very much, Ashley. Work, bitch. <laughs> what do you think about that, um, Ashley Comrade? I really like Ashley. I think that he is somebody that kind of like is looking for his space in the world and i think that he's doing enough things i mean hello oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's doing like so much now like i saw him he has like a regular slot at a radio station like a, a gig, Gideon, Gideon, Gideon. Yeah, yeah and he's always uh he's like in everybody's car like i was like <laughs> like you know like a whore yeah like it's like, like a street prostitute <laughs> No, it's like he always like sent. He always like uh, people always send him like screenshots of him of them listening to him like on oh, their car. Cool. And they have, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. So like he has a pretty big platform. I think if you're on like Gadio Station. No, we say goodbye then. Bye. Stay thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Okay, alright. A thirsty bitch. Okay, alright. A thirsty bitch. Uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Or no, or no, or no, or no.